Okay, friend, we are going to do like rapid fire. We are talking about sugar-coated lies. And the reason we're doing rapid fire is two, I, or I'm sorry, <laughs> I can count. One, I got to get this out. And two, I have a huge, huge dumpster coming to my house. It is time to get rid of this stuff. If you've been, if you've been following the Fire Chronicles, we are at the unloading stage and it is so exciting. But again, we are talking about sugar-coated lies. What do I mean by that? Well, we're going to talk about that. We've talked about them here a little bit. If you um, talk about trigger warnings, like this is a massive trigger warning to me. And more than anything, I want each of us to be super aware of the ways in which Satan, Satan is trying to get these lies in around this sweet veneer. So hence sugar-coated lies. Let's hop in and get started. Hey, Kingdom Builder, welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. Are you struggling to find balance between what Jesus wants for you and your big business goals? Do you find yourself up late at night, overwhelmed by the goals and growth you long for while also lacking the confidence to get there? Do you wake up with big, ambitious dreams only to feel frustrated that you're not promoting and afraid you'll fail when another team member quits and you missed that promotion again? Hey. I'm Michelle. I too was tired of being in the same place year after year. I too felt frustrated and wished to build the business of my dreams. I wanted to honor the Lord, level up, and see my team succeeding. But I kept telling myself, the products are too expensive, or no one wants to join me, or maybe I'm just not cut out for this. Does that sound familiar? Until I realized that all the growth and success was nothing if God wasn't my first priority. In this podcast, you'll find network marketing business tips, biblical mindset encouragement, and a little mama motivation sprinkled in from time to time, all so that you'll see the growth and success through God's eyes first. Let's partner together, grow against the grain of this world, and find that balance you've been craving. Friend, go grab your Bible, notebook, and that coffee that's been beeping at you from the microwave. Let's get ready to grow against the grain. Okay, we are not going to waste any time. So my question is, are you buying into these sugar-coated lies? I'm wondering, because I know I have, and I still do sometimes. You see a quote that pops up, and you're like, oh, oh, wait, and you read through it a little bit. Well, this is what happened today. On, I was scrolling really quick through Instagram, kind of taking my few minutes to just kind of catch up with a few things, and I saw a story And like I said in the intro, like massive trigger warning here for me. And it was kind of the last straw in a series of straws that I keep seeing or hearing. So frankly, if I'm honest, a lot of this started just coming to the head with that new Miley Cyrus song, Flowers. You've likely heard it, whether you listen to, um, you know, popular music right now or not. Like literally, if you have walked into the market or your Starbucks or whatever, this song is playing all the time. And if you have teenagers like I do, it's a catchy tune and the kids are singing it. My girls are singing it and I I can't even blame them because like I said, like the tune is good. I really like it. But, but it, it really bugs me. 
it really rubs me the wrong way. And I'm going to tell you a little bit why. Um, It is definitely her, I am woman, I don't need anyone anthem. And I think that there's some sort of backstory on it for, you know, it was kind of a a response to her ex-husband, which I think they got divorced a long time ago. So I'm really not sure why she's doing this now. But anyways, I don't really know. Not a big Miley Cyrus fan. Haven't been and even less of one today. But the chorus goes something like this. I can buy myself flowers, write my name in the sand, talk to myself for hours, say things you don't understand. I can take myself dancing and I can hold my own hand. Yeah, I can love me better than you can. And it's all of these things that you would want to do with somebody you love, right? And she's like, you know what? I actually don't need you to do any of this. And while on one side of it, I can say, you know what? I I want my girls, my daughters to see their worth in the Lord and not in a husband or a boyfriend coming alongside them, you know, and finding the value that way. And while theoretically, I think we would all agree that absolutely that's what we want. But we also know as when we were young women, and if you're single now, you you want that companionship, right? And God created us for companionship. And there is this overarching theme, and I know I've become my parents where they would read things into music that I was like, oh my gosh, it's just blah, blah, blah. And I've become that one because it comes so clearly. I can see that within our society, we have this desire to eliminate men. If you look at the TV, and I promise I will bring this around to you and being a kingdom entrepreneur, but if you look on TV shows and whatnot, most of the fathers are idiots. They're really just kind of morons. They are walked over because though we have this need in our society to empower women. I am all about female empowerment. Absolutely. But under the Lord's definition, right? Under the Lord first and foremost. So this song has been going on in my head and it's been, it's been bugging me because I know what Satan and what the world wants to do is to tell us as women that we don't need no man. We don't need anything. And then the cherry on top was this post that I saw a friend of mine shared. And it said this, be your best friend, be your gym partner, be your coffee buddy, be your partner in crime, be everything for yourself rather than relying on others to be that for you. Yikes. My heart sank. Like I I had a visceral reaction. I don't typically respond to things. This was in a story and this was a good friend of mine who posted this. And I just sent her a message like, hey, you know, did you consider the message that this is sending basically? And so I I want to say on one hand, I understand the sentiment. Like, you know, we can't put all of our eggs in somebody else's basket that they're going to do this or that for us. So I, I get that. But But I actually don't understand this. I can do everything on my own. I do it. If you have a toddler, like I do it. I dress myself. I can do it. Mentality, because what do we know of our toddlers? They can't. Sure, maybe they can put their shoes on the wrong feet. Maybe they can do things and it's fine. It's okay, right? We want them to learn how to do things. But when we become adults and we have this toddler mentality of, 
I can do it on my own and I don't need you to help me. Well, that is in complete opposition to what the Lord says, right? I, like I said, I am all for empowering women. Absolutely. But I'm, let me finish that. I am here to empower you to lean into your God-given strength, skills, talents, abilities, roles, and live those out to the fullest. I'm also pro-empowering men to do the same thing. Absolutely, right? Because God has given each of us skills, talents, abilities, roles that he wants us to to lean into. As a strong woman myself, I am the mother of three daughters, the granddaughter and daughter of strong women. I'm for it. So please do not take this to be like, oh no, subservience, you know, a kowtow. Um, I am all for what the Lord calls us to do. He, he, Look at the Proverbs 31 woman, right? She went out and did all of these things. But first and foremost, she feared the Lord, which means if she feared the Lord, and you can go listen to this episode, which was back a couple weeks, 240 something, maybe 243. Um, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. First, she feared the Lord. And because of that, then her priorities were in check. She didn't just go out and bowl in a china shop because she's an empowered woman and go and do all of these things. No, she feared the Lord because that's the beginning of knowledge. She honored her husband because he could sit at the gates proudly because of what his wife was doing. And then she went out and did those things. She took care of her family and and all of those things. So So we are capable of so much. I love encouraging my girls to be independent and capable, but with the understanding, first and foremost, that their strength, their ability, their talents all come from the Lord. It's not their own strength. It's not our own abilities. And push yourself. Absolutely. Try to do new things. Absolutely. But here's the thing. I don't see anywhere in scripture God encouraging someone to do something in their own strength. God provided Adam with Eve because in Genesis 2.18 we read, Then the Lord God said, It is not good that man should be alone. I will make him a helper fit, a, a helper fit for him. God can do anything and everything on his own, right? Like he doesn't need us. He chooses us, right? Yet we see the Trinity Three triune God members of that Trinity with their own unique roles, right? And they work so much better together. They each have their their role, their jobs. Noah didn't build the ark on his own, right? He had his wife, his sons, his daughter-in-laws. Moses had Aaron at a very minimum. He had Aaron. As you read in uh, Exodus, you see other people that have come alongside him that he's used. But Aaron was who God gave him as his mouthpiece. We can jump into the New Testament. Like you can go through the Old Testament and see over and over and over again that these men that God put into place, he also gave them a support system. I don't know if you can hear, but Molly, my female dog, is going crazy. I'm sure she's like, no, 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 I can do this. (laughs) No, she cannot. Um, So we have this support system, right? Jump into the New Testament. And what do we see? Even Jesus had himself a crew of 12 men. 
who he worked alongside. Did Jesus need those men to accomplish his will? Uh, No, he did not. But as we see over and over and over again, what does God do? What does our Lord do? He doesn't need us, but he chooses us. So are there things that each of them did on their own? Yeah, absolutely. I'm not at all saying that we need to have somebody next to us, you know, to to get us up in the morning, to take us to the bathroom, to, you know, don't, I don't think that you would even go that far, but sure, there's things that you do on your own, right? There's, you write the emails, you respond to messages, you do your posts, you do all those kinds of things. But the overarching message of these things that I, that I shared and that I keep seeing over and over again is really like, I don't need anybody. I got this all. And yet it is a lie from the pit of hell. Satan wants us to do nothing more than to be on our own and to rely on our own strength and to rely on our own worth. I mean, what was the the podcast a few days ago on self-worth? There is nothing that Satan wants more than for our eyes to be firmly affixed to ourselves. Because when our eyes are fixed on ourselves, we're not looking to the Lord. And what is Satan's game plan? Keep your eyes off of the Lord as much as possible. Because when we keep our eyes off of the Lord, we rely on our own strength. And that's we just want ourselves. Me, 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 me. The holy blessed trinity of me, myself, and I. That's all we need. And it's a lie, friend. What sugar-coated lies are you believing, my friend? What quotes are popping up in your newsfeed on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you happen to be, Pinterest? And they sound really good. They tickle the ears because they do. They sound like you read through some of these things and you're like, yeah, you know what? Be my best friend. Sure, friends are going to disappoint us. We're going to rely on people that are going to let us down. Do you think that the Lord didn't know that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And through that, we can realize that our dependence, first and foremost, needs to be on Jesus Christ. So the message isn't here, be your own best friend. It's, is Jesus your best friend? Is Jesus your gym partner? Is Jesus your coffee buddy? Is Jesus your partner in crime? I mean, I think this is all taking it a little too far. But rather than relying on yourself for everything or relying on others for everything, what if we rely on the infallible, omniscient, omnipotent God? What if we did that? And friend, we talk about detoxing all the time, like not on this podcast detoxing, but you yourself, you know, maybe you're looking at diets and whatnot. We want to detox and cleanse our body. We want to cleanse the gut and and do all that. What if you detox your mind from the sugar-coated lies that are taking up space there? The Lord wants us to, one, be in fellowship with him and to be in fellowship with the body. Because if we look at 1 Corinthians 12, uh, for 12, 14, it says for the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I don't belong to the body. That would not make any, it any less a part of the body. But if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I do not belong to the body. And it goes on and on and on. The point is 
We are all different parts of the body and we all have a use and we need one another. We need fellowship with one another. I think one of the biggest things that Satan was trying to do as everything locked down was to isolate people. And what happens when you isolate is you don't have that community because if you aren't in front of other people, someone can't see your face and say, hey, Julie, what's going on? I can see some pain in there because if all you put forth is a a screen between you, you can, you can lie a lot. We can allow our body language to be a lie. So friend, my question is, as a kingdom entrepreneur running your business to the glory of God, what sugar-coated lies are you letting in and infiltrating and allowing you to believe that, you know what, all you need is you. That's it. That's all you need. You can't depend on these other people. And, oh, that means my my bin is about to be here. So we are going to close up. What is it that you are believing, friend? Dear gracious Father, I just pray that you go before this woman who is listening right now. I pray that you go before my Julie who wants to honor you in all that she does and make her aware of those sugar-coated lies that she is believing without even realizing she's believing them and that they are lies straight from Satan himself because we know that Satan wants us to keep our eyes firmly affixed on us, me, myself, and I, and, and avoid others in our life because they, they, you will use them as iron in our life. Lord, help us to be wise about the, the words and the sayings and the quotes that we allow to infiltrate our thinking. Thank you, Father, for this time. Go before each woman that she would go forth today with wisdom and discernment. And in your son's precious name, amen. Hey, before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's episode, would you pop over to iTunes to Growth Against the Grain and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of other mamas just like you, learning to align their audacious goals with what God has for them, then join us at bit.ly slash Christian Mindset Support or click on the link below. There's always room for one more. Can't wait to see you over there.